Yellows the way it is. Well, joining me already in studio is Philip Bryan. And Philip, I can't believe actually that we haven't actually met in person because we've spoken so many times and I I suppose I've seen you on Skype and seen you on Facebook and so on. But uh, welcome back to Kilkenny from China. Thank you, Sue. I'm happy to be here and it's great finally to meet you in person. (laughs) Well, listen, how does it feel being back? How long since you, you did come back COVID stopped you coming back, but you did manage to get in I, between the the <coughs> lockdowns, I think, didn't I you? I did. I, I came home at Christmas um, because back in December, everything opened. They lifted the restrictions and my school allowed me to go home for Christmas. And, and I gave my parents the shock of their lives walking in walking in the driveway dressed as Santa Claus. Ah, no way. <laughs> surprise. Big Brilliant. surprise. Brilliant. Because yeah. like it's, it was very severe in China, wasn't it? And we talked to you a lot about that. I mean, you weren't able to go out at all, were you? No, because um, I, I think, I'm not sure last time we spoke, I was telling you, like last September, until last September, we, we were great. Like our city was fine. But to start September, um, my city got it bad and we ended up in a lockdown for six weeks. I was I was isolated in the school for six weeks with about three, four thousand students and all the other teachers. We could not go outside, go out, go outside the school now. It was it was severe now at that time. And um, tell us about Guiyang. Where is it and what kind of a city is it? Yeah, so Guiyang is in the province of Guizhou in south southwest China. Um, if you're looking on a map like Thailand, Laos, Cambodia, if you go up north, because I'm terrible at geography, <laughs> right. you, you, you'll find it there on the right. It's the capital city of Guizhou, which has a population of six and a half million people. And that's classed as a small city. Like yeah. It's the size of Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> it's... um. It's famous for um, its food and its its natural environment. We have the the largest waterfall in Asia. It's famous for wine and tea. And as I said, the food, we're famous for spicy food and that now. And it took you a while to get used to the food, but you love it now. Is oh, that right? Oh, I miss it now. Yeah, you yeah. miss it already. I miss it. Like, I'm at home eating my dinner with chopsticks. <laughs> <laughs> It it took some time to get used to because again the Chinese food we get in Ireland, nothing compared to out there like that. Doesn't bear any resemblance to it. Oh no, totally opposite now. So I what feel. typically give us some dishes, some spicy dishes that you'd eat? So um, we'd have like like braised pork meat to be like pieces of pork with fat on it that would be braised in like different spices and red sugar. Um, there is a lot of tofu, which is great. There's a hot pot. Um, so basically you get a big pot, you put in water and you add maybe some spicy soup or sour soup. And literally you're just putting in food in that and cooking it yourself. Now, now I had a hard time adapting to this because I go to a restaurant, I don't, I'm paying money to cook my own food. But it was everything else that came with that, like the com- community feeling, everyone around cooking and eating. 
in the restaurant. In you the cook restaurant. your own food in the restaurant. Yeah, you'd have right. your own table. There'd be maybe yeah. four or five of you sitting around the table and you'd be adding in meat and vegetables and a few minutes later, take it out and eat it. And it's, it's in a boiling pot in, in the middle of the In a boiling pot on table. like a hot plate or on... Yeah. On, a, on a stove But top. that's the way they did it. That's the way it's done out there. And listen to me, explain to people again how you ended up in the People's Republic of China. <laughs> like a very different society to the one that we live in. Definitely. It? Yeah. Like, totally out of my comfort zone. <clears throat> so eight years ago, I did the TEFL, the English as a foreign language. And my goal was Dubai or Kuwait or Bahrain I the good life the good life the high salary and, and all that and the problem there was you needed experience to be a teacher and someone said to me would you not try China and I kind of laughed because I never I never imagined myself of all people would even think of even travelling to China it never interested me and then I thought about it I said well, what if I went for one year and got my one year's work experience, one year work experience, and then I could go on to Dubai? So I was like, right, I'll go out for one year. And it's been seven years, <laughs> seven years out there now. And you love it. I absolutely love it. And what about the culture shock of going out there in the first place? You know, I mean, we think of China as being like very highly regulated, no democracy. You know, you can't step out of line. Um, you know, we heard during the, the lockdowns, like they were nothing like the lockdowns that we had here. Those yeah. people thought that they were draconian, um, but they really were in China. Like, how quickly did you get used to the concept of being kind of overseen and kind of tightly controlled? Or do you feel that at all? Um, I didn't really feel it. I, I, I felt it like... It was a new country, a new culture, and it was kind of, for me, because I travelled to a lot of places, it was like, when in Rome, okay, do as the Romans do. That didn't shock me, but I guess what did, the opposite of that was, um, I walked down the street in the beginning, and people look, because this is a city that wouldn't have a high number of foreigners, and you have people taking their phone out, taking pictures of me. You suddenly thought this is what it's like being maybe a black person in Ireland or a black person in Ireland years ago maybe not not so kind of but um, much now but um, like even in a supermarket um, a woman holding a baby in front of me turns see oh there's a foreigner next minute she hands me the baby and takes a picture and then takes the baby back so it was a whole different environment like it was almost like minority in the majority that kind of way so th- that that shocked me more than just adapting to that, like being, being, being different, kind of standing out. That that's what really. And does that continue? Me. Not so much now. The odd time, very rarely now. Like if you go into the countryside, into other towns or cities, um, maybe these places would have a lot of foreigners visit. So the curiosity is there, and like even I went up to another province we went to a small town and it was the first time these children some children saw a foreigner and they were like looking at the hair in my arm and staring at my blue eyes they were they were amazed at like where are you from what, what are what you like what planet are you from <laughs> yeah what, what planet do you yeah. come from like yeah 
Interesting, isn't yeah. it, to, to get that perspective. So what's your life like then, Brian? You, you live in the school, do you? Um, actually, since we spoke last, I moved out. I got an apartment outside the school because I, I decided I wanted to separate my work from my personal life. And also just being in school seven days a week, it's like you never switch off. So I moved out... Um, of the apartment I think it was almost three months now and I'm renting an apartment and how much? brand new apartment mm-hmm. three bedroom about 300 euro a month are you serious? you can hear people's jaws I, I can hear dropping. pens dropping yeah. Now, yeah. as yeah. opposed to like nearly 2,000 now I in know. places in, in Dublin and so on. And that's a nice apartment, is it? A, three bedrooms. Three bedroom, 31, 31 floors up. And yeah, I feel bad saying it, but that's kind of... And, so, and so is the salary then, you know, commensurate as yeah. in, would it be much lower than it would be here, for instance? Um, I'm not sure what teaching salaries were here, but like... Starting off, I was on about fifteen or six sixteen hundred like euros a month, and like since I've been there so long and I changed my school it's it's doubled right and and like I still have the apartment in the school that comes with the job, so we have a, like a nap time during the day, and I can sleep for an hour or two if I want <laughs> <laughs> so do you love it you've no intentions of coming back have you no I none no I, I kind of feel now I'm there so long I, I know Ireland is my home but it's like most of my life is over there like my friends are out there and my job is out there and just the opportunities out there like and who who are the friends are they all foreigners like yourself or are some of them Chinese friends or I, I would say a good I would say a good 80% are Chinese and there's just some friends I work with like from um, Canada, England, America, Nigeria. I have a good friend from Chile and um, we're, yeah, there's a good mix. And then my Chinese friends, most of them are from the city and some majority have them great English and then there's some I need to speak Chinese with them because they, they don't and you speak s- you now speak Chinese I, I can speak Chinese how fluently at this stage I have enough now to like everyday like conversation like I get into a car taxi driver ask questions like if I meet some friends if I go to my friend's parents house I can I can communicate a lot without needing someone to translate or take out Google Translate and or how something. hard was that is that Mandarin that you Mandarin learned? Chinese is difficult because you can imagine like in Irish we have remember the fada yeah the tone we have four of them in Chinese and if you mix up the tone the whole meaning of the sentences change and I have and been there and you could there. be in trouble yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've had my experience but again I didn't know but the language I, I, I think it's one of the hardest languages and also in the city they speak the local Guianghua, which is the local dialect like the real local people speak and that's that's so a whole different language. Head around that as well. Yeah, it's it's that that part is tough. And it sounds like you're well integrated then, like you go to your friends' houses, so you've a very good sense of what life is really like in China. Yeah. 
like the, let's say like the customs and and just just the way of life there I've really adapted to it like um, an example of some customs you do so if I went for dinner with my principal and because his his, his position um, is quite high out of, out of respect for when we cheers I would lift my glass to his but mine would be lower because out of respect because he is like my superior so little things like that even if you light a cigarette for someone they will tap you on the finger as a way of respect so there's a lot of little little parts to the culture as well that it really helps to to know and to it understand does. and yeah. it's seen and it's it's appreciated they they notice and so what it is the people's republic of china it's a communist country mm. um how different is that in, ter- in 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 terms of people's ordinary lives philip um i would say people work hard P- people work hard and like um, education is is different to Ireland like the education system the, the like communist um, education system is is different like our kids need to be in the classroom at 7.30 in the morning first class is at 8 o'clock last class is at 5.40 then they're back doing the evening study 7 o'clock to 10 o'clock uh, like leaving cert equivalent are in school on the on a Saturday like bank holidays we need to make up the time so if we have a day off we go to school on a Sunday no make, messing yeah like the, it's very strict like very strong um, idea with with education and do you see people ever um, getting out of step and getting into trouble no I, I, I've never experienced um, anything there And do now. people kind of give out? Do you know the way they give out about the government here or the county council or the mayor or the whatever, <laughs> I hear look or whatever? I haven't. Would, yeah, do, are people disinclined to give out, do you think? Um, a lot of people, from my own experience, I haven't, I haven't um, really experienced or, or heard much because um, also I, I, I never really ask or ask questions um, about these things so I've never really really heard anything It's a good life It's a good life from what I have there and how how it's treated me it's it's been the best the best decision I've made going out there And do people ask you questions when you come back home like I'm asking you now you know what's it really like Yeah like what's it like and what's the food like and how can you stay there so long how do you manage with the food and the language and that and it's (coughs) completely different to what I what I had here and And do you go out and have the crack? Oh yeah oh god yeah we have a lot of bars like so many bars there's like karaoke bars and there's um, a lot of different activities that you can do you were telling me when you came in there because I was mentioning Sinead O'Connor and yes. the, the sadness of uh, the announcement of, of her death last evening um, Philip and, and they, your friends know about Sinead O'Connor they sing her songs you were telling they me do, in China way yeah, over there because I remember being in the KTV which is the karaoke um, bar um, they're singing nothing compares to you and people like today put it on some of my friends put on their social media R.I.P. Sinead O'Connor and that 
and um, yeah like kids I didn't realise but apart from Sinead but they know a lot about Irish music like Cranberries U2 Westlife so many Chinese people love to sing Westlife do they really? They do. You raise me up. I think I've heard it so many times. <laughs> in English. In English. In and this English. is your students. My students and my friends. And you teach them English. Of teach course. them English and PE. Yeah, and PE as well. PE I see that well. you're very fit looking. You're yeah. doing the you're doing the gym. And what are the students like? Oh, they're miles ahead of what I was when I was that age. They're so smart like they're d- d- I teach two age groups we have the high school which is 15 to 16 up to sorry 15 to 18 I have to 15 and 16 year olds and I have two classes of 12 year olds now these kids were they're a special class they are the highest students with math in the whole province so they were like selected out of thousands of kids after an exam they got to go to our school because it's a famous math professor in Beijing he's opened up these departments so I have them I should they, they do be great crack do like, they even though they're super bright yeah and super good are they so would they good. never get out of line would they sometimes you'd have to like like I'd be quite there now and sh- I shut up on that but apart from <laughs> that it's like the things they the, the things they would say like it's yeah, every class is different. Everyone has their own personality and you'd be surprised, embarrassed, shocked by the things they say. Like, they they speak their mind on different things. Okay, <laughs> they're normal, normal kids. Yeah. So, home again and what have you been doing and what have you been missing? You're I, missing your Chinese food. I am. I had Chinese food there. the other night. It was better than nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm... I'm home because my nephew, who I was here in January for, um, he was born in January and we have his christening in two weeks. I have a friend's wedding and then tomorrow morning I'll fly to London to see my father's brother and two sisters and and that. And um, one uncle, he he turned 100, my uncle-in-law. Wow. My uncle-in-law, he turned 100 a few weeks ago. So I'm going over to see him as well, so... It's it's hard going getting around and <laughs> you know like you want to see people and but everybody's delighted to to see you and to ask all the questions. Yeah, but it's I'm also not... enjoying just staying at home with mum and dad. Yeah, just they're delighted to time. have you too. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's extraordinary because well, it is fairly extraordinary, isn't it? There aren't that many Irish people living in China, and you know, I know I've asked you about this before, like. You don't get worried about, in fact, there's no talk about the invasion of Ukraine by Russia and the fact that China is, you know, fairly neutral, if not supportive of of Russia. And you know how everybody here feels about Russia and yeah. Ukraine and so on. It's something it doesn't it, it doesn't come up much. Um, the kids may, may may talk about it, but sometimes in class, but. The, the two things that we don't discuss is religion and, and politics. That's just not on. Yeah, but they would talk, and would they? Would they? Would any of them be critical of Russia? Would I, they? I I think, to be honest, as soon as I, if if I hear it, I switch off. Yeah, because I I don't want to. You don't want to be reporting them to the authorities. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're watch. listening. They're listening, <laughs> aren't they? Not not the authorities necessarily, but um, they're One listening. One of my friends is, is uh is joining in. 
is tuning in and yeah. who's the friend he's um he's one of my one of my gym friends and is he Chinese friend? Ch- Chinese, Chinese friend, friend. Yeah. Do you want to tell us his name? or So better? his name's Brian. So just want to say hello to him and everyone else in Guiyang. <laughs> Very good. And listen, you brought a lovely present and I haven't opened it yet, but it's a scroll. Will you tell me what it is? And thank you so much. No problem. It's um wax printing. It's a wax print. Paint. It's like yeah. a type of painting. Um, traditional, kind of traditional... Kind of a traditional kind of painting. I better not open it. Um, you, you can I'd see on the side there's all different characters, yeah. Chinese uh, characters. And, and yeah. The next side. Oh, I see. So yes. that's it's it's going to be one of them. You kind okay. of have a people doing crafts. Yeah. Along the way, weaving. I, I think it's how so. it's made, and that it's yeah. Uh, from what I know, it's it's handmade, and that well, so. Thank you so much. You're welcome, and thank you for having me on, Sue. Well, listen, um, great. And um, you weren't here for the All-Ireland. I was. You were? I was. Were you at it? I'm on radio now. I have a confession. I've, yeah. never, I've never been to a match. Have you not? No. Do I, I I just, growing up, I never really... Hurling wasn't the thing. No, but brother now, he's, he's a diehard GA fan now. And would they be interested in hurling in China? Um, in I had a hurl. I got off another Irish teacher, brought it to the classroom and so I, ha- I had him throw in a slitter and a hurl around. And I'd say, I'd say, you know, g- give me a year or two. We, we might have a few guys join, join the team, I'd say. They're <laughs> quick at sports. They're, 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 they're big gift, into They're sport. gifted at sports. Well, look, it's great to meet you in person, uh, Philip. And um, you're a fascinating contact over there in in China and you're always available to us so it's great to see you as I say in person and have a great visit Thank you Sue And And you might send us some of those Chinese recipes when you get back Oh God I will If if I can make them I'll I'll try to bring one next time if I can Thanks so much Sue Philip Bryan Thanks KCLR's The Way It Is 